0: Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. Good morning. Good morning again. One day, the Director of Communication at the UU Congregation of Rockville, where I serve, came into my office a few years ago with a piece of paper. Which one of these says justice, he says to me. On that piece of paper, there are five graphic images, people, symbols, images, that all relate to justice, the spiritual theme of the month for worship. Each week in the before times, you remember those? When we had paper orders of service or programs, now it's a QR code, a website. When we had paper order of services, Our esteemed director of communication, Adrian, would take a lot of time and effort to find just the right image or symbol to convey the essence of the spirit of that worship theme of the month. So I looked at the paper and I said, that one. That's the one I like. It was the image of a mighty fist, a woodblock cutout composed of many Many teeny tiny fists. Do you know what I mean? Can you evoke that image? So it was a fist, but it was made up of all these little teeny tiny fists. Tiny fists raised in defiance and triumph. A tiny fist in declaration, in resistance, just as is the spiritual theme of the month here is resistance. One fist made up of many tiny fists together, united in one common cause. So yes, I said to him, that's it. That's the one. Think back for a moment to Jungle Book. It was Joseph Rudyard Kipling, the author, who reminds us, for the strength of the pack is the the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Each tiny fist is an integral part of the whole. Each tiny form adds to the strength of those around it. Each wolf contributes to the might of the pack. Each fist, every fist, every wolf, every form, every spark. I'll carry that spark of the divine as a part of the larger interdependent web of existence of which we are a part. Does that sound like one of our principles? This beloved community that we speak so wistfully of, as if it is from a far off time and place or way back yonder. No, my dear beloveds, my Yu Yu Kim, it is not. That strength is here. Our sacred interdependence in that web is here. We are here as people of faith and conscience. Each of us is that tiny fist. And together we make that mighty fist together, working, breathing, living towards mercy, grace, and justice in our time. In our time. Can I get an amen? Come on, y'all. Yeah. Sometimes we need just a reminder of that, yes? In our time, in days like these, we often desperately need a reminder of that hope and possibility. And that's why radical hospitality does not begin in how we treat others. That is why practicing courageous love does not begin in how often we extend compassion and kindness to others again and again. It's why justice does not begin first when you show up for a march or engage someone whose beliefs are different from our own, radical hospitality, courageous love, begins with radical self-acceptance, radical courageous love. Practicing love, siding with love, begins with love here. Justice begins with radical self-compassion. In short, beloveds, take good care of you. we all depend on, but depend upon it. Now, before you completely roll your eyes and accuse me of profound navel gazing, hear me out. Before the infamous and ever glamorous RuPaul ended every drag race show with, if you can't love somebody else, how the, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? In 1967, it was the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who delivered a sermon at the New Covenant Baptist Church in Chicago entitled, The Three Dimensions of a Complete Life He preached of the great glory that John the Baptist found in the completeness of the vision of the new city of God. As Dr. King proclaimed, this new city of God, this new city of ideal humanity is not an unbalanced entity, but it is complete on all sides. And there are three dimensions of any complete life, length, breadth, and height. Dr. King framed the length of a life as a healthy self-interest. Dr. King framed the breadth of life in our concern for and connection with others. Dr. King framed the height of our life as our upward reach towards God, the God of our understanding, the holy mystery, the spirit of life here and abound, that spiritual life, the length, the breadth, and the height, in, out, and beyond. Dr. King preached that the length of life is a rational and healthy self-interest. He shares from the writings of Rabbi Joshua Liebman a book called Peace of Mind, where the rabbi's chapter on love thyself properly, I think I need to say that again, love thyself properly, he says before you can love other selves adequately, you've got to love your own self properly. So as we recall this week, we remember the 55th anniversary of Dr. King's death. Let us hear and receive his words. Dr. King said to us, and you know what loving yourself also means? It means that you've got to accept yourself. So many people are busy trying to be somebody else. Oh, come on, amen. So many people are trying to be somebody else. God gave us all something significant. God gave us all something special. And we must pray every day, asking God or the God of our understanding to help us accept ourselves. That means everything. In this day, in our day, Dr. King is speaking to those of us who are trans, in this day, in our day, Dr. King is speaking to those of us who love and work and serve and live with trans people, our non-binary gender queer and gender non-conforming and queer kin. Gosh, Dr. King is speaking to our ever fabulous drag queen siblings and those brave librarians, librarians, and communities who are bringing drag queen story hour to our families. Come on now. This is not a new conversation. Dr. King is speaking to us. Beloveds, take good care of you and yours. We depend upon it. Dr. King goes on to remind us a Ford car, (laughs) a Ford car trying to be a Cadillac is absurd. (laughs) I don't know what the 2023 version of that is. Let me, let me think of that. Um, a Prius trying to be a Tesla, come on now. A Prius trying to be a Tesla is absurd. But if a Prius, I'll just go back to what he said. But, <laughs> but if a Ford will accept itself as a Ford car, it can do many things that a Cadillac never could do. And in life, some of us are Fords and some of us are Cadillacs. Moses said in the classic 1936 black film Green Pastures, Lord, I ain't much, but it's all that I got. The principle of self-acceptance is the basic principle of life. Dr. King preached that the foundation of the dignity of all work is self-acceptance and pride. He preached that the bedrock of resistance and justice is indeed being able to love thyself properly. Beloveds, take good, good care of you, for we all depend upon it. What does that mean? It means remembering with humble awareness that the spark of the divine is embedded in our bones. It means that the, mark, the arc of the moral universe breathes through our words and permeates through our actions. It is in how we extend compassion to ourselves and those creatures around us and in our care. It's extending compassion and kindness to ourselves. As Audre Lorde, the fierce advocate, poet, and writer, as Audrey Lord proclaimed, "Caring for ourselves is not self-indulgence; it is an act of political resistance." In a world that continues to marginalize, demonize, and silence those of us considered outside the norm, Amen. Thank you very much. <laughs> outside the norm, you know, I did a sermon once on heretics. You know, as Unitarian Universalists, we come from a very long and very proud heritage of heretics. Self love and acceptance defies that meta narrative of being the other. You cannot be otherized if you don't receive being otherized. So showing up in a space. This space, any space with, this is who I am, emboldens that divine spark. So others are free to know theirs as well. My spark, my light, gives you permission to remember the spark that it is within you and radiate that spark. So, beloveds, Take good, good care of you, for we all depend upon it. Somebody here needs to receive that message today. Somebody here needs to feel that message in their bones. Somebody here needs to extend that message to someone else in their lives. You know, we have become known as the love people. Did you know that? Do you know what I mean? The yellow t-shirts that say side with love. When we show up in mass at rallies and at protests with those bright orange, yellow, sort of yellow orange, marigold probably. With those bright, I do not wear yellow, but I do for just this (laughs) t-shirt. With this side with love t-shirts, I've heard more than once A few people remark on the edges, oh good, the love people are here. We are known for showing up, for showing up with that love. Somebody here needs to hear that message. Somebody here needs to receive and feel that message. So I will close with this blessing, this call to embrace that divine spark of resistance which is just being within each one of us. For the strength of the pack is the wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack. It's those little children grasping their hands together that John Lewis shared with us to hold down a house in the midst of a thundering storm, a devastating storm, a storm that was not a singular event, but one of many. Beloveds, the storm keeps coming The storms will always come because this is life. And life gets super lifey sometimes, as we like to say. So that divine spark of resistance within each one of us, tend to it, protect it, radiate it, shine it. It is a blessing when we are here together to shine that light, to shine our strength, that fist of resistance towards the greatest good in the world. So I close with this blessing by Andrea Hawkins. Blessed are we who gather with open hearts together in this space today. Blessed are we, the chalice lighters of resistance, justice, faith, and love. Blessed are we, the heretics, the heretics, the outcasts, the walkers of our own way. Blessed are we, the border crossers, the refugees, the immigrants, the poor, the wanderers who are not lost. Blessed are we, the transgressors, I've been called worse. Blessed are we, the transgressors, the trespassers, the passer the cause-takers, the defiant. <laughs> the defiant and the compliant. Blessed are we, the hand-extenders, the sign-makers, the protetor, protesters, and the protectors. Blessed are we. The trans women, the trans men, the non binary, the cisgender, the multigender, the no gender. Blessed are we. The friend, the stranger, the lonely, the hidden, the visible, the authentic. Blessed are we who rise in solidarity. Blessed are we who cannot. Blessed are we who do not. Blessed are we. For this is our beloved community. And this is who we are. Now, please, for the love of all that is holy in this world and the next, take good, good care of you. Our collective liberation, our collective resistance depends upon it. Amen. Ashe, and may it be so. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To listen to more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org worship hyphen services and scroll down to Sermon Podcasts.